Welcome to Manifest the Big Stuff, your weekly intentional manifesting reminder and check-in where you hear about cutting-edge tips and techniques that take advantage of new paradigms from quantum physics. New paradigms so powerful that you can actually manifest your most important desires with them. Today's episode is especially for people just encountering manifesting, to introduce them to and demystify this empowering lifestyle. But even if you've been intentionally manifesting for a long time, you'll still get a lot out of it. I'm going to reveal why manifesting, while magical, is also one of the more mundane activities a human performs. And I'm going to discuss exactly how you manifest your reality and how you can manifest it differently when it becomes dissatisfying. But you won't want to miss it when I tell you about three ways you can hack your reality right now and shake up the status quo immediately. I'm Greg Kuhn, the Law of Attraction Science Guy author of the life-changing Why Quantum Physicists book series, and your host. Making this episode has been enjoyable and a lot of fun. So without further ado, let's begin. What does the word manifesting mean to you? The word itself and the concept of manifesting. Does manifesting have a connotation for you? Is it negative? Positive? Is it new age? Ethereal? Intangible? Whatever your answers to these questions, let me dispel any mystique around manifesting. Manifesting is not necessarily new age at all, but it's definitely not the status quo. Manifesting is certainly not relegated to woo-woo status, but it is magical. Manifesting is mundane and miraculous at the same time. Mundane? Well, manifesting is simply what you do as a human being every moment of your life. You and every other human, manifest a unique version of reality every second you're alive. You do it in two ways. You manifest unique versions of reality in construct. You literally make, build, construct, and create people, places, and things. And you actively help Others do the same. For example, when you build a birdhouse with your own hands, you are manifesting a version of a birdhouse. You also manifest unique versions of reality in context. You assign meaning and value to everything in your reality. For example, when you decide that a birdhouse is a good thing, even if you don't literally construct one with your own hands, you are manifesting a version of a birdhouse. 
Now, that's the mundane. What about the miraculous? Well, while your version of reality is influenced, sometimes greatly, by others' expectations, rules, codes, beliefs, etc., you are ultimately the sole person who manifests it. The version of reality that you manifest is so unique to you that it would not exist without you. You started manifesting the moment you were born. You do this through the simple act of observation and awareness. That's all it takes for a human to manifest a version of reality. A human, or a consciousness-possessing time-space event in 3D time-space, always collapses the quantum field with their observation and awareness. As a human, you collapse through your observation and awareness the quantum field of energy from its natural state of superposition and infinite potential into a definitive person, place, or thing. That pen in your hand You manifest it simply by observing it and being aware of it. Your dog who just wandered into the room. You manifested Fido simply by observing it and being aware of it. The car that sits in your driveway right now. You manifest it simply by observing it and being aware of it. We could go on all day here because... Everything in your reality is manifested by you. Yes, much of your reality is also being manifested by other people too, but the version of those things in your reality is only being manifested by you. In my view, we just demystified manifesting. Although it's miraculous, it's also mundane. You could even call manifesting a chore if you really wanted to, because you can't stop doing it. You can't abdicate your job or role as the manifester of your version of reality. In fact, when it comes to manifesting your reality, your own unique version of reality, you really only have one choice. You can manifest reality the same way you always have, maintaining the status quo, manifesting your reality by default. And this is a great choice when your version of reality satisfies you and fulfills you. Or you can manifest reality more intentionally, challenging the way you've done things, learning new ways to both see and understand your reality. And this is a great choice for when you are dissatisfied and displeased by your version of reality. At this point, we don't need to discuss manifesting any longer. If the entire version of your reality across the board 
is uniformly pleasing and satisfying. Yet if you, like most people, have parts of your reality you desire to experience differently, more aligned with your vision of who you are and how you desire to be successful there. Let's talk more about intentional manifesting, about purposely seeing and understanding your reality differently. And let's further demystify intentional manifesting too. Let's pull back the curtain and let's hack reality. Manifesting reality is actually nothing more mystical than making something apparent to your eyes and or your understanding. You can manifest something by making it apparent to your eyes alone, like when you built that birdhouse. You can also manifest something by making it apparent to your understanding alone, like when you understood that birdhouses are good. To intentionally manifest your reality differently, however, you want both. You want the tangible new thing itself, you want to make it apparent to your eyes, and you want the new understanding. And in fact, for intentional manifesting, the most important part of those two components is usually the new understanding. Here's an example of why. Let's say you're a salesperson, manifesting the version of reality you desire by making it apparent to your eyes is going to mean making sales. Manifesting success by making sales as a salesperson is fantastic. But does it mean that you will understand yourself to be a truly successful salesperson? Not always. Think of the lottery winner who's bankrupt a year later or the lonely married person, or even the miserable rich. Manifesting something by making it apparent to your eyes does not always correspondingly make it apparent to your understanding. But start with understanding. Focus first and foremost on understanding yourself to be a truly successful salesperson in this example. Understanding that you're a great salesperson almost always leads to behaving in the manner of a great salesperson, which I call following form. Following form means you're adhering to the success habits and best practices of people successfully manifesting a version of reality that you desire to emulate. And behaving in the manner of a great salesperson or following the form of a great salesperson almost always leads to seeing the results of being a great salesperson or manifesting success by making it also apparent to your eyes. When you start manifesting new versions of reality by understanding them differently, it will definitely get you as close to the results you're looking for as you're capable of. When your version of reality is displeasing and you want or need to manifest it differently, manifest differently first by growing your understanding and let your more aligned understanding inspire your behavior. The behavior 
that makes your desire apparent to your eyes. It's a backdoor to manifesting a more pleasing, greater aligned version of reality. Of course, manifesting things so they are apparent to your eyes and to other people's eyes is very important. Sometimes the most important result overall, in fact. But make it apparent to everyone's eyes by first making it apparent to your understanding. All this reminds me of a story I heard on the BBC News in 2015 about how Russians have integrated psychics so deeply into their daily lives. What brings this story to my mind now is the Russian detective the BBC spoke to. I was surprised when he said that his precinct brings in a psychic when they're having trouble with leads on a serious crime. They had just brought one in, in fact, to provide her insight on a recent murder with no clues. The detective told the BBC that the information from the psychic is usually very helpful, but it is not admissible in court. The detectives still have to do their job and find the incriminating evidence. According to the detective, yes, the psychic can sometimes identify the guilty party, which is mystical, unexplainable, and by ordinary terms, quite miraculous. But even when the psychic can make the guilty party evident to the detective's understanding, the detectives still have to make that person's guilt evident to the eyes of a judge and jury. Just like manifesting a new version of reality more closely aligned with your desires for it. Yes, you should start with making your new version of reality apparent to your understanding. So you can then make it apparent to your eyes. Making it apparent to your understanding, however, is always the best place to start to elicit that result. Now, I want to leave you with three simple hacks you can employ right now to flip your experiences of reality. First, don't let flat ground be less challenging than hills. For this hack, I'm using running vernacular to form a metaphor. This hack takes advantage of the new quantum paradigm of a-causality. In the quantum field, the behavior of energy and matter is random. No matter how much it appears so, cause and effect does not reliably exist on a quantum level. I stated in my recent podcast episode about our trip to Scotland, which is called Resolving the Danger of Not Having New Experiences, that I created a metaphor for living where a hill represents a brand new experience and flat ground represents an experience we've done a thousand times before. And I stated that a hill is simply a more challenging opportunity to run in form than is flat ground. That's true, of course, but it doesn't have to be. 
I'm not advocating pushing yourself past your physical limitations or being a cruel taskmaster, but I am asking you to try making the flat ground or your everyday mundane experiences that you're tempted to live out on autopilot just as challenging as the hills or your brand new and often uncomfortable experiences that you're tempted to avoid. Do this by focusing on your form at all times and giving your best effort to follow it. The second hack, be super clear about your unique version of success. For this hack, I recommend using my Mount Rushmore of Manifesting method. I discuss this manifesting technique at length in my episode called Reality is a Dance Only You Can Lead. This hack takes advantage of the new quantum paradigm of holism. The parts of a whole are so interdependent that they cannot be fully understood except in context with the whole. So interdependent that a whole is much more than a sum of its parts and often has emergent properties bearing witness to this. By naming and claiming the four ways you desire to experience your version of success in this part of your reality, you multiply your chances of experiencing it by 300%. And most of all, each of the four areas you have identified to experience your desire are immensely helpful to each of the other three. All four of these areas on your Mount Rushmore of manifesting help grow their Mount Rushmore partners. And my third hack is to vibrationally align yourself with your desires each morning. Align yourself with who and what you are. What opportunities and responsibilities are available to you today? Make sure you remember and understand that each moment is an opportunity to see and understand a version of reality more aligned with your desires for it. This hack takes advantage of the new quantum paradigm of indeterminism. Events don't need to have a cause. All things, actions, and responses are not the result of a force or influence acting upon it. And not every force or influence will create a corresponding response in a system or thing. If manifesting is swimming, vibrationally aligning yourself with your desires is filling the pool with water. Vibrationally aligning yourself doesn't manifest your desires in and of itself but it makes manifesting your desires so much more possible and likely. I vibrationally align myself by journaling each morning about the day ahead, about myself, about the quantum field and my relationship with it, and about my desires. You can also use prayer, meditation, physical exercise, or some other type of contemplative activity that focuses you and aligns you vibrationally with your desires to begin your day. And now, my quantum tip. A brief, powerful takeaway 
that you can employ in your life right now. When you are giving your best effort to follow form or follow the best practices and success habits of those manifesting a version of reality you wish to emulate, be focused on using your most core muscles in each moment or the most important foundational practices, such as vibrationally aligning yourself with your desires each morning. Spend your entire time focused on engaging these core muscles or foundational practices. They will usually be your weakest muscles because they are so easy to overlook, but they also provide you a massive payoff for your focus on them. Because strengthening your core muscles and your use of foundational practices improves the functionality of your entire body. Thank you very much for giving me some of your time today. I never take your decision for granted, and I strive to make your investment of time here a worthy one. Please also help us stay in contact by downloading a free copy of my life-changing introductory book, How Reversing Seven Words Can Change Your Life. Come to whyquantumphysicists.com, my website, and download your free copy. And please, recommend Manifest the Big Stuff to someone who will also find value from it. Thank you again for your decision to spend this time with me. We is always more powerful than me. Let's do this again real soon.